Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Into the Snowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel. I am your host, Sean McKay, and joining me as always, he is the great Hancock to my Christian Harloff. He is Luke Studdard. Luke, how you doing, buddy? What's up, buddy? Did it hurt saying grace? Did it hurt? Did it? Did it really? Look, I am still loyal to the person that started it all. Sure, Grace is the president, and I will respect her as the president. But we must not forget that Christian Harloff started it all. He is the CEO, which I don't know how the CEO ranks with president. But we cannot forget that Christian started it all off. And sure, he stumbles quite a bit when it comes to hosting some matches. We cannot forget this was his show, his baby. But Grace is our president, and I will respect it. Hey, let's go ahead and shout her out, because to me, she is doing absolutely amazing job with the face group, face, bleh, Facebook group. She is getting involved with everything. She's announcing the matches. I want to shout out Grace Hancock because I think she is amazing and will become the best president the Schmodown has ever seen. Yes, yes, yes. Grace, greatest president, first female president of the Schmodown. Yay! Yeah, I'll run against her in the next elections. <laughs> I thought of a slogan and I didn't want to use it. Nope, I'm not <laughs> saying it. I'm not I saying exactly it. exactly what you're thinking. Politics are not in this show. Anyway, into the Smodown Galaxy. Smodown great again. No, no. Anyway, moving on. Into the Smodown Galaxy is the show here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel where we talk about everything Smodown related. We give you the predictions for next week. We give you a recap of what happened last week. And for today's show, we're even going to talk about some of the latest news that hit this week. So, Luke, you know what our first segment is. It is rookie of the week so luke can you show the wonderful audience who is our rookie of the week and if you saw last week and listened last week you'll get a little you got a little hint on who it is so luke who is our rookie of the week the rookie of the week this week is lacey gillerin yes that's, <laughs> that's right lacey gillerin the person who luke very much told me hey this is who's going to be our rookie of the week next week and i was like oh okay, I'll try my hardest to find as much as I can. And we're going to probably go a little bit more into her doing the recap because she had a match this week. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about her doing the recap and less so during this segment because I was a horrible researcher this week and I could not find any more stuff. But what I do know is that she is a host on the YouTube, on the YouTube channel, Star Wars news net i think that's the youtube channel it could be something else but she is one of the hosts on the star wars news net youtube channel and she's a host on the resistance podcast both star wars related shows hence why she is in the star wars division hence why i believe that though she may not have had a great week this past week i could see her having a great week maybe during the Star Wars tournament. Little tease on what we're going to be talking about during the news segment. <laughs> All right. Well, are you excited for our next 
section of the show. Yes, our next segment of the show, as we do always, we're getting close down to these are the last two actual factions that we can talk about. So the faction that we're going to be talking about this week, because it ties into our player of the week, it is the Quirky Mercs. There we go. Yeah, the Quirky Mercs. Luke, since you're showing the beautiful audience the Quirky Mercs, Tell us, who we who we going to talk about first? Who are we talking about first for the okay. Quirky Mercs? If you can remember so your your information, William the Beast Bibiani. Oh, William the Beast Bibiani, one of the OG players. I think he started in season three yes, yes, of season the Schmodown. And he has been a legend of the Schmodown. He isn't someone I would put on the Mount Rushmore, but he is also the first person to ever compete in a free-for-all standing and still be standing by the end of it. Honestly, w- William the Beast Bibiani is an amazing player. I exactly. Think he, he knows more than any player in the league. I mean, he just has that base knowledge that I cannot wait to see him in the free-for-all. I hope he gets in a good spot because I think he could actually win it this year finally. He's never won it, but I think he can because he's just that good at it. I'm excited to see what he does the rest of the year. I hate for the loss on Friday, but, you know, you can't win every match, and, you know, things happen. That is correct. Who's next on our list? Another player that I love (laughs) so much. And I am so, so, so sad that lost. But we are talking about Brendan Meyer. Brendan K. Meyer, the kid Brendan Meyer. Also a great competitor. I believe he debuted not last season, but the season before last. So it was season eight, seven, six. He debuted in season six. Didn't have the greatest beginnings, but then he was able to continue on to become an amazing player, a former team's champion, and someone who I could potentially see. Maybe, I don't know, this season, but maybe next season. Who knows? This season has, again, only just started, so we don't know what the rest of the season has. Could potentially be a singles champion. I agree with that statement. I see him more for teams this year just due to how his his year started. Because we probably won't see him in another singles match for a little bit anyway, but I see him in a teams match very quickly because that's been announced. A hundred percent, yeah, that is that is true. That has been announced. <laughs> but honestly, to me, Brendan Meyer, when he first joined, I actually didn't think he was going to stick around due to I feel he is a very accomplished actor. Recently, he's been a good bit of things recently. He's I really enjoyed him a lot, so I honestly thought he was going to end up leaving just due to busy but i my history with brendan meyer and i probably mentioned this in the past but i first watched him on a show called mr young it actually helped me get through college because it was a goofy show that me and my my roommate would watch every day and he was the main character in the show and we both just really fell in love with him so i hope he does much better as the year goes on i'd love to see him as a singles champion i think he can i really do he's that good i just think it was a bad match we all have them and you know i i'm excited to see what happens next yeah 100 percent. i would love to actually meet brendan meyer now just so he can be like hey hey brendan he he is a fan of your show 
he is a fan of your show. So who's who, who's third on our list? A very special competitor, Kevin Smith. Ah, uh, right there. The king of the nerds, as I like to call him. I like to call him the king of the nerds. Someone I'd love to see in IG because I feel like he could dominate in IG. But Koi, again, I told you this during when we were talking about the faction or the draft. Put Kevin in IG. I think he'd do amazing. But other than but other than that, he is two and zero. He is good enough as his nickname, and also he's just a fun player. I love Kevin Smith. I love him. I want to talk to him. I want to be in one of your movies. <laughs> well, maybe one day if our show gets bigger and we are able to interview, maybe one day we get the interview kevin smith that would be amazing I, I just want to be in kevin smith's movie kevin please i'm available <laughs> all right the next competitor we're going to be talking about is andrew Demolanta. oh we can talk about andrew Demolanta now but i'm going to say we wait until the next segment oh i i agree with that statement all i'm going to say is andrew Demolanta, you are a great player we will continue 100 percent all right the next one is eric Whiteley. Eric Whiteley, the first sort of rookie on the Quirky Mercs team. He is going to be in the Star Wars division. I have seen, I've sort of, hmm, I don't want to say I've grown with him through Blind Wave, but there are a few times during Flash Season 1 that I'd watched some of the Blind Wave reactions to Flash Season 1. So I know of Eric's knowledge quite a bit when it just comes to geek in general. I don't know his specific Star Wars knowledge, but I know he is a fun personality. He's going to be fun to watch. And I, again, I'm just looking forward to seeing him compete. And I would honestly love to see any of the other members of Blind Wave come join the Smowdown because Blind Wave is a great reaction group and I just love them. I hadn't really known much about him, but if you're suggesting him, I'll probably look him up. You, you need to watch some of the videos on Blind Wave. They're, again, they're great reaction videos. Okay. Next on the list is Jesse Swift. Ah, Jesse Swift. Though he lost his first match, he had a strong running, and he's good at rapping, question mark. <laughs> I'm going to let that be up to the people that actually enjoy the rap music genre. But yeah, he had a, had a fun match against Maru Moses. It just didn't end up his way so maybe in the future maybe if if there's another ig tournament in the future he may get put in it and maybe maybe during that tournament that's when we'll see like the true jesse swift but as of right now he has a loss and it's hard to sort of come back from that early on in the season well i he's got one positive for him that the other players on the quirk mercs don't have there's not many IG players on the quirk work on the quirky marks. There's about three, so that means that he's going to be pushed to play more than some, let's say others. Mm-hmm. So that's a positive for him. I think he played a great match, but you know, you know, we all have those losses. So next on the list is Perry Nimeroff. Ah, Perry, scary Perry Nimeroff. I, man, she's always been K. I'm going to get this off my chest now. You can like say whatever you want afterwards. She'll probably never listen to this. So I'm fine with saying it because she'll never listen. Literally when I first saw Perry Nemiroff, just first ever, I was like, I have mild crush on you. (laughs) And that's all. And ever since then I was like, I Perry is great. 
and then like I follow again, followed more of her stuff. I'm like, no, she's a gen genuinely amazing person, and she knows her stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure, she hasn't been able to prove it early on in the snowdown season, but later on in later seasons, she's been able to show it, especially in this past tournament where she was able to go quite a bit. And I think upset Mike Kalinowski. Yeah, she upset yes. Mike Kalinowski. Yes. So yes. it was, though I was rooting for Mike, it was fun to see Perry get an upset. So yeah, Perry is great. I can't wait to see her more in this season. Yes, honestly, Perry Nemiroff to me is actually a very interesting player because I thought she would go higher, actually. Her going seventh for the Quirky Marks shocked me, honestly, because I felt like I probably would have put Perry. Uh, I don't know. I think if I were another team, I probably would have got her sooner because she mm-hmm. did so well last year. I really was impressed by her. I think a lot of people were. And so her going so low kind of shocked me. But, you know... She doesn't have as long of a track record, but I think this year will really show how good of a player she is. So next on the list is Beth May. Beth May, Beth May, Beth May, the rookie that started it all. Now, what do I mean by that? Everyone out there in the audience? Simple. She was the first person to put out her audition video to the Smowdown Facebook group. She was the first one. And after that, people were just following her lead. And that's all they were doing. And then she put out another one, which was even better than the first. Then she put out another one. She, no, she put out, she only put out three. And I think that's what put a lot of people's attention on her because of those audition videos that she put out, that she was brave enough and willing to put out on the Schmodown group. And I can't wait for a first match. It's, it's been scheduled. We're um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it later when we go into the reaction to the the schedule the matches that were mentioned, and so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how she plays. Also, she's really funny, and hmm. she writes poetry, so she's she's wonderful. Well, the next person on the list is Josh Horowitz. Josh Horowitz, that name sounds familiar. You're not screen sharing, so I can't see his face. <laughs> I don't not- remember if he's. Go ahead. From the picture I see, he's seems very comical. He's probably a very major joy to be around in the show. I don't know much on him either, but has he played before? No, I believe he's probably a a rookie, but I'd have to look into that. Because I know the name. I feel like I feel like he's hosted for IGN before. Hence why the name is familiar to me. But I can't remember. I am a horrible host when it comes to Josh. I'm sorry, Josh. Oh, don't um, worry. But, he's terrible in general. It's okay. We all know. Uh, uh, whatever. Anyway, that's Josh Horowitz. I'm looking forward to you playing. All I'm right. upset now. I'm not quirky anymore. <laughs> well, one quirky person is Greg Alba. Greg Alba. Greg Alba. What? What more can you say about Greg Alba? You really don't need to, because we all know real rejects. Which I'm just gonna mention John as well. John had a tough, tough loss, tough Ooh. loss against Saul, but <laughs> it's okay. The real rejects are still together. You can't have Greg without John, and you can't have John without Greg. That's the great thing about it. The moment, the moment next season someone separates them, they are dead. They are, they are, they will be the true heel faction of the year. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> you know they're not going to be heels. They're going to stay faces because they're too goofy. I know, but I mean, the faction that separates them will be the heel faction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's like when Shannon separated right. the 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 Wildberries. Yeah. All right. The final person we're going to talk about, which I find a very interesting player, is Sabrina Ramirez. Sabrina Ramirez, she did not have a great first season. I believe she lost her one and only match. Yes, but at the same time, it was her first match. I think what happened yeah. was they put too much. They hyped her up way too much, which was negative for her. I, I don't know why they did that so much, but they hyped her up majorly and she'd never been tested and you know i thought she played a good match i think she's going to be an amazing player this year i think it's interesting for her to be on the quirky mercs i would not have put her there because she's got heel energy especially recently with brandon hannah and well you you can have heel energy with in the quirky mercs but Koi's gonna make that go away Koi's yeah. gonna dance party dance party dance party honestly i think i think she'll be a good player this year i'm excited to see what she does i think yeah, she'll, I'm, she'll have a lot of help with uh bibiani and brendan meyer those two mm -hmm. on her side they'll make her a great player yeah and i'm looking forward to seeing what she does because she's a big um indie movie scene person yes. she she knows a lot about those indies so she puts indies or like film festival darlings if that's even still a category on yes, the yes, wheel it is, it is. yeah so she puts it on the wheel and she gets it i feel like that's going to be like the best category for her i could be wrong i could be a hundred percent wrong but i know that a24 i think a24 is a, one of her big film studios that she likes Maybe. so i'm looking forward to also sorry side tangent going to a24 i'm looking forward to the green knight i'm just looking forward to their movie the green knight that's all anyway back, back away from that tangent now <laughs> all right well we are rooting for the quirky marks this year i actually really appreciate koi koi is probably one of my favorite people in the schmodown because of his energy his encouragements his just joy of life i i just really enjoy that he I first saw him on Marvel Movie News, which I love so much. He was amazing on that show, and he really encouraged me. And I just, I don't know, I I really resonated with him because he was a Spider-Man Spider -Man dude, and I love me some Spider-Man because he's my favorite hero. And yeah, so, Coy, may not, Coy may not remember this, but a few years ago, a few years ago, when it, he was just on movie the Movie News show, Marvel Movie News. Oh, Marvel man, News, I blanked yeah. on it, and you said it right then. You said it. Um, I had a, com a Twitter conversation with him about um, how to do Hobgoblin in a movie, and he and I just basically um, brainstormed a plot and a cast for that movie. And I was like, done. That's it. That's it. We made a movie. Well, I think he's going to do great things. I am excited for the Quirky Mercs. I, I want them to have a good year. They've not started out good, but we saw how a, a team, a faction last year that did not start out good, won it all. And that was corruption. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they can always turn it around. So I'm excited to see what they do. And also, they, they had a few bad matches at the start, but then 
this week, they had a really big match mm-hmm. that they won and put them back, which tangenting from that big match. Ooh, see, segue. Our player of the week is actually the winner of that match. Do you have that picture up there? I do now. Andrew Demolanta is our player of the week. Luke, without going full into the Star Wars Championship match, let's talk about Andrew Demolanta because, my goodness, he didn't miss. He did not miss. He was resilient. And he was, yes, he oh, was man. focused. He was confident. He knew, he knew every single question. I feel like he hesitated maybe once. And uh-huh. it was the one that he had the challenge. And that challenge, he, I mean, he did great. He challenged it and that was perfect for him. Yeah. He challenged the question and it was the right thing to do. Excuse me. And he ultimately won the challenge and he was able to keep on going. Uh-huh. And even after that, it was after giving a challenge, you could easily like lose your composure. Like, okay, I won a challenge, but now I got to somehow find a way to keep on going. No, he was like, okay, challenge done. Moving on. Honestly, I was so impressed with him. I, I, I knew he was good, but after seeing him play and seeing his opponent play, I don't know of other star Wars competitors that are keeping up with their pace. I yeah, mean, maybe Laura, maybe Laura Kelly's at that pace. But of all the other matches that we have watched of Star Wars, Alex and and Andrew, wow, they they weren't yeah. missing. And the now only- Laura, oh, go ahead. Now Laura didn't see round one, so she didn't hear because she was playing along a little bit, and she said that she also couldn't get the um the final question in time. Mm-hmm. unlike andrew so yeah. i'm curious on what her round one would have been like yeah i round ones are always interesting for her i mean she's a great player so those are always interesting but to me those three are the most dangerous star wars players i just they after that match andrew and alex they were both professionally doing it Alex only lost because he couldn't get there fast enough, but he had it in the end. He just couldn't get get there fast enough. Yeah, and, like literally when the time went out, he had the answer, but it was too late. And the fact that he had it, I'm curious what the match, if he had kept going, I don't know who would have won. I mean, it was I, so close. I was hoping they would get into the triple digits, honestly. Well, prove me wrong, but I think that's the highest scoring Schmodown match ever. I think it is, but again, this is a championship match. So standard matches haven't really gotten to the point where they could get that high. This is the first match, I think, to my knowledge, again, someone can correct us, that actually went that many questions deep. I was in in shock, honestly, because they just kept going and kept going and kept going Mm -hmm. and kept going and... Honestly, I I loved it. I loved it so much. And Alec, Andrew really impressed me. I The fact that he challenged when he did, he did not give up. That's why I gave it to him. At first, I was thinking of going with Alex Damon for this week. But due to the challenge and the fact Andrew did not give up. He did not give up. And he finally beat the quote-unquote demon in his life. Mm-hmm. That's so he was- cool to me. 
he was able to beat the unbeatable. And I remember you and I were both going into the match with like, yeah, I nothing against Andrew, but Alex is Alex is gonna retain because no one has beaten him. No one has proven that they can beat him. And Andrew just shut everyone up who weren't putting him into consideration and was like, hey, I beat Alex. Now Alex has to try to beat me. Well, you know, one thing I bet Andrew is jumping up and down about? What? The fact that Alex did not do a triple threat. Yeah. I bet Andrew was jumping up and down because that would not have been good for him. I, I don't know. I think it wouldn't. He His head space would not have been as fully in it because I think he would have just been down a little bit by it. And so I I think he was probably ecstatic. A hundred percent. And we're going to see them get into a rematch in May. And then at whoever whoever wins that, whoever wins that match is going to compete against Lord Kelly and Schmodown Collision. Golly. Star Wars to me is becoming one of the best. Um, Star Wars is a great. Star Wars is a great division this year. And very much so it's it can you can tell that it's a great it's a great division now if i had to give a second place because usually whenever i choose player of the week i usually try to only focus on the winners nothing against the losers but it's like out of the people who won this week who are who is the player of the week second place goes to brandon hannah that match against eric zipper yes Hmm. that that match against eric zipper was very close it came down again that one also went to sudden death like this one honestly i don't give that match to brandon hannah i give it and who i was going to mention as manager of the week i give that to roxy roxy got brandon out of his head a hundred percent and what a great segue into manager of the week our choice for manager of the week which we're disagreeing with the people who voted who voted Corey, we're saying it's Roxy. Roxy is manager oh, yeah. of the week this week because she had, I think, three matches this week. Yes. And yes, out of those three, two of them won. Sure, the big one with Alex didn't win, but she had Brandon. She was able to get out of his own headspace and get into victory. And then she was able to get Janine into a victory oh, yes. as well. Well, if you'll watch those matches, and this is why I say Roxy... Might be the best manager in general because she does such a good job of getting the player out of their head. Brandon would have lost that match without Roxy. Hands down would have because he would, he got in his head. He had gotten down. He kind of got out of his... He's in a weird headspace in general right now because I don't know if he knows what he wants to be. He doesn't know if he mm-hmm. wants to be the heel. He doesn't know if he wants to be just a good player. The character work, he's kind of thrown that out the window because he really doesn't know what he wants to do. And so Roxy was so great for him because he was out. I mean, he was out. He was going to lose it. If Roxy hadn't have got him up and out of his head and back into the game, he would have lost. Same with Janine. She cheered Janine on. She was there. She rooted her on. She honestly, if... Roxy had not been there for Janine. I don't know if it had been the same outcome because Janine was not doing that great at the beginning, but Roxy kept her in. And we said it at the beginning of the year that Janine needed someone like Roxy. Well, Roxy, 
Roxy has impressed me, honestly. I think uh, last year, the reason why I was not impressed with Roxy as much was because she really only focused on her two boys. Mm -hmm. And and Alex, I would say that she was also amazing for Alex this past week as well. But she just, to me, felt like she was just really focused on the two boys and then the rest of her players, she really encouraged, but they just weren't, they weren't really... They weren't Snyder and and Draco. Yes. They weren't the odd couple. Right. This year, she's got some great players that she can tell. You can just tell she's got a good relationship with. And I don't think she had that last year as much. I think she still had a pretty good connection with her players, but nothing like this year. And I would say I would say that Roxy really has improved from last season to this season. And sure, she may disagree with us on our analysis on her managerial skills last year but this season is very much like yes you have she has very much become a manager for the players she's very much become the perfect manager for all of her players and she is she has improved she has taken she has looked at probably all of the mistakes that she made last season and gone let's fix this and tweak all of it and fix it and it's funny because a lot of people still look at roxy as a heel this season there are little bits of the match with in the brandon hannah match the janine match and the alex match that i was like this isn't heel roxy this is someone that is trying to be supportive this is very positive roxy this isn't heel this is a face oh yeah or at least a tweener well, the reason why I say she was not being healed was because she was there for her player. She took everything. Mm-hmm. She was being weird. She was being loud. She was being everything that the player needed. And honestly, so far, if I had the vote from all the managers we have seen this year, Roxy has been the best manager this year, hands down. And I have to agree because we haven't seen a lot more of this. Eli, are you still there? Uh-oh. We have lost connection with Eli. But to continue the conversation, um, I truly feel like Roxy did such a good job this year. I am super excited to see where she goes next. I, you know, we, we'll see what happens. So next, on our next section, is just the news for this week. The news! We have gotten a lot of news items from this week, which... The biggest news item were the matches that were announced by the President Grace Hancock for April. Are you ready? We're, I'm just going to zoom by them or not zoom by them, but like talk about them and you can just say, what are your thoughts on that week? Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. First up, we have Paige for Bready versus Peggy Gubbins, singles, March 31st. Then we have Alex Damon versus the Barbarian and IG. And then finally, we have Final Exam versus Shazam, the number one contendership for the team's championship. Thoughts on that week? First off, uh, my thought is thank you, Grace Hancock, for bringing back team. <laughs> See, once again, Grace is the best president that we'll ever have and has ever been and ever will be. All right, all right, all right. I didn't ask you to praise her. I asked her you for your thoughts on this week, that weekend matches, which is next week, actually. I'm excited. I think 
that Alex Damon versus Barbarian match is going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know what, I don't know who the root for yet on that one. We'll we'll decide that later on. But well, let's go ahead and predict that those. No, no, no. We're not predicting that week yet. We're the predictions for this that we're going to be giving is for this week. Come oh, on, yeah, you know right. the show. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. It's been a day. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. So, I think that week, my the match I'm actually the most excited about is Shazam versus Final Exam. That's going to be a fun. I match. am, I am as well. Now for the next week after that, we have Brandley, Brad, Brandley, Bradley, Bradley Tingle versus Ty Lieberman on April seventh. On April eighth, we have Mark Edward Hoyt versus Griffin Newman on April eighth, and Eric Whiteley versus John Hoy in Star Wars April 9th. One moment. Please, where's as you can tell, sometimes we all have uh normal life going on. But next, the after the Eric Whiteley and John Hoey for Friday, April 9th, you also have Adam Collins versus Dan Merle for the Friday, April 9th match, which will be intense, and I'm very excited for that. Next will be the Adam Witt versus Thomas Harper. For Star Wars on April 14th, which should be an in- incredible match because I'm very curious to see how Thomas Harper does. You also have Jeffrey Kahn versus John Fl- Flickinger on Thursday, April 15th. On April 16th, Ben Goddard versus JTE for singles for April 16th. Je- Jessica Schlaus versus Beth May, Wednesday, April 23rd. Schloss. Thank you. Uh, Jacoby, Jacoby Bancroft versus Jacob Blunden. I hate that match exists. I know you do. I know you do. And I'm excited for us to talk about she that. She did it to spite me. Oh, I know she did. But that'll be Thursday, April 22nd. You have Lon Harris versus Drew, Drew McQueenie on April 23rd, which should be in an amazing match. On April 24th, the free for all. Ooh, that'll be great. 40 competitors, one winner. And then after that, you have the Brandon Hanna stars versus Robert Parker on April 28th. Oh, that's going to be incredible. Yeah. And then on April 30th, you have the next Schmodown Battlefield, which will be Mike Kalinowski versus the winner of Damon versus the Barbarian. The winner of this match will be is will be the number one contender against Mara Kanopic's IG Championship. And then the main event will be the Odd Couple, the team championship match, the Odd Couple versus the winner of Shazam and Final Exam. Oh, that'll be a great match. Yeah, those are some those are some big matches that Grace announced, but also she announced that there will be two tournaments in May. The first one will be an eight-person Star Wars championship or Star Wars tournament, winner will get a Star Wars title shot. And then the other tournament is an eight-teams tournament. Winner will get to face Corruption to be the number one contender. So, yeah, this is a lot of of big matches happening in April going into May. Unfortunately, no matches will be happening on May 2nd, which is my birthday. Because May 2nd is on a Sunday, not a Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, not even a Saturday. Well, we'll have a special show that day. No, we won't. No, we won't. You know we won't. We record these shows on Monday. 
Hey, we've, we, we have talked on Sundays. It could happen. True. But I have to work on Sundays. Oh, wait. May 2nd. There is no way I'm going to be able to do that. Never mind. I take that yeah. back. Yeah. Sorry, audience. No special birthday show for me. But also, they released the first class league has announced some members of the roster. For example, late to the party. They're going to be on the roster. I can't think of their names by themselves so they're just late to the party for me the <laughs> cine fanatics again chris and robert adams they will be joining the roster jared highbon is joining the roster um who else who else was mentioned oh why can i forget i just forgot every other member of that roster name i yeah i forgot all the all the rest of the roster i'm sorry first class i want to be a part of your league but yet i forgot the roster uh, maybe when you bring IG into first class, maybe then just let me know. You, I'll send you my email. We, we can, we can talk. We can talk. You've been seeing my scores. I've been doing great in IG. Well, I don't know if first class will have. Will they've have announced yet. They've announced. They said that they're going to do singles before they do IG and Star Wars. They've announced their main event, their first ever main event. I can't remember what it is. And tonight, they I just saw like a quick clip when we were there were some technical difficulties between um, the manager and this these topics. I saw that Brandon Brandon Gilmore. What is wrong with me? That the technical difficulties didn't just mess with my phone; they messed with my brain. Brad Gilmore will be announcing the very first match of First Class later tonight. So we won't be able to tell you that now. So you got to wait until next week for us to talk about the first match. Oh, also, I want to breaking news from our president, Grace Schmodown. Announcement from your president. The two tournaments I announced are teams in Star Wars. Star Wars is a three or eight person tournament. Each match is worth three points. And the finals will be, will be five rounds for four points. The winner will get a title shot, hence five rounds. Teams will be an 18 tournament. Each match is worth eight points, and the finals will be three rounds for four points. The winner will be a number one contender shot, hence three rounds. Well, I did mention that these tournaments were happening. I didn't mention the point values, but I did mention that Grace made these tournaments. So you just were a little redundant there. You're just upset that because you're not a fan of the president and I am. I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's keep Anyway, going. that was our news. Now it's time to give our predictions okay. for this upcoming week. So the first match, which has been dropped on the Smodown Patreon Patreon, which if you're not a paid patron at the Smodown Patreon. The best value is the $10 value where you can get the pay-per-views and you can get some matches early. Trust me, Luke and I both a part of the Patreon under the Galaxy Geeks name. So, if you want to be they we don't get paid for this, so if you want to be a part of the Smodown Patreon account, go be a patron. It's only $10 a month. It's 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 cheaper than just going to get food recently. I mean, come on. That's true. Miss a breakfast. We don't all need breakfast. <laughs> but I recently started to eat breakfast. I'm trying to be, live healthier. Then skip a lunch. Breakfast is the most important meal. I'm eating salad so during lunch. lunch. 
well, those salads are expensive, so eat a big supper. Eat a big supper. Anyway, speaking of the first match that just got released today for a patron, for the $10 patrons, it is Video Drew, who is one and two, representing the dungeon, versus Elliot Dewberry, who is two and three, one knockout, representing Corruption Luke. Video Drew, Elliot Dewberry. Video oh. Drew, one word. Who do you re- who do you choose and why? Why am I having the worst trouble with this one? Um, if I'm going to root, <sighs> oh wow, this is hard because they're. Remember both... what Video Drew can do to you. You you're very accurate on that. I am going to be rooting for Video Drew. Mm-hmm. She is coming off of a win from last year, last season. Theo Drew is an incredible player. And Elliot Dewberry is too, honestly. I This is why I'm struggling so hard with it. But Theo Drew also has the dungeon behind her. And I feel like Theo Drew has become such a essential and core member there. And everyone really enjoys her. Her character work is impeccable. But recently, she's really gotten better with the, with the matches and the knowledge. So I'm going to have to go with Theo Drew. But man, that one's gonna be close. I'm not gonna be shocked if Elliot wins, but uh, I'm struggling with that one. But I'm gonna go with Video Drew. I'm the I'm of the same wavelength. Like Video Drew's been doing great. The dungeons, again, like when you look at the players in the dungeon when it's single, it's like um, I I think I think she's gonna win. Like you have Dan Merle, Ben Bateman to help train you, and plus she's doing great character work that could get into Elliot Dewberry's head. You don't know. So, in my opinion, Video Drew for the win this week. Which we haven't seen that match. We haven't seen that match. It literally dropped when we were in the middle of filming. Anyway, next up, we have two debuting players going up against each other. We have Christy V or Christina Vasallo, depending on where you've met her. This is singles, by the way. Representing the Stars versus Rick Raddis. Representing Finstock Exchange. So, we got a Stars versus Finstock. So... Luke, who do you have and why? I know who I have. Wait, I know who I have, so I'll go ahead and go first. Okay. I have Christi- I have Christina Vassallo. Chrissy V is going to win. She's an amazing competitor. She was amazing in the online trivia league. She Again, she ran her own division. She had to write questions for that division, and it was a singles division. Plus, she, again, she just knows how to train. She's she was running her own faction for a while. So she was training people. She, again, when you're training people in, when you're managing your own faction and then you're writing your own questions for your own league, that sort of gives you a leg up on the competition a little bit. So I, again, I'm going Christy V. I know Roxy's going to manage her to victory as well. So Christy V is my choice. I am actually going to go with Rick Raddus, not due to Enoch. You are heel. Well, my reasoning there is just due to the fact I really do think Finstock Exchange did do research. We don't know a lot about Rick Raddus, and so I'm leaning towards Rick Raddus to win. You are heel. You're not a face. <laughs> anyway, next. I never said I was a face. I've never said that. Next up. Also in singles, these are like single, like this week is singles week. Oh, yeah. So if you're in a relationship, 
ignore this week. Singles. Anyway, it will be Paul Preston, who is three and three with one knockout, representing the Den, versus James White, who is one and one, representing Corruption. Luke, who do you have and why? Paul Preston. Hands down, Paul Preston. He needs a win. He needs a good match. I. If he doesn't, then it's a bad year for him. I, I really think he's going to come back much stronger. I normally go with Corruption because I'm kind of a Corruption fanboy in a way, but I, I'm going to have to go with Paul Preston just due to the fact I think he's got the training. I don't know enough about James White to really say he will win, but I have a lot of history and knowledge about Paul Preston. I just feel he's probably going to get it. Yeah, James White debuted last year. In during the tournament, he play, he won the play in, he lost in round one. Again, I same thoughts, Paul Preston. He's gonna win. Yeah. Just just flat out. And nothing against corruption. We love rooting for corruption here. We are we are literally look, people like to think will probably think we hate corruption. No, we no. are a corruption stands. <laughs> we we love corruption. However, Paul Preston. Yeah. Also, right. when James White got called up last year i thought he was not the greatest person to call up and that was just my personal opinion like i had heard a lot of stuff behind the scenes in the online trivia league and i was like really james 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 anyway that's neither here nor there anyway going up to the next and final event also happening on march 26th Smodown battlefield the first match we have in this double main event Liz Shannon Miller, six and three with two knockouts representing the usual suspects versus John Roca, 15 and 11, four knockouts representing the Finstock Exchange. Luke, who do you have and why? Oh, this is tricky. This is Mm -hmm. go ahead and you go because I'd like to hear your thoughts first. (sighs) Okay. So, okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay, so, um, yeah, I don't even know who to pick. I don't. I honestly don't. Like, John Roke is the veteran. He knows this game like the back of his hand. He has played, he's been healed. He's been faced. He's gone back to heal. He's gone back to face. He has done everything in the Smodown. He's been singles champion. He's been team champion. He hasn't won the Star Wars or the ID, IG belt, but I feel like he's gonna, he's gonna try to dip his toe into those eventually someday. But then you have Liz Shannon Miller, who, when she first started, it really had a rocky start. But then this singles tournament, very much this past Ultimate Schmodown tournament, very much proved she is not one to push around. She very much proved that she is an amazing competitor that could probably go up against the best of them. And John Roca, in my opinion, is one of the best in the Schmodown. All that being said, I feel like the winner is going to be the person that has the most momentum from last season to this season. And I think it's Liz Shannon Miller. I think she has the most momentum. And again, this is nothing against John Roca. John Roca is an amazing player. This could easily go down to sudden death and he could easily get the win or it can go all the way to the last question in round three and he could easily get the victory. I'm not saying that he can't, there's not a chance that he can't win. I'm just saying that everything that's been going on with Roca is like with the character stuff and with how the faction of Finstock Exchange has been going around. We saw it with Brother Lomas. Sure, we also saw it with... Wait, do we mention... No, we haven't done the recap yet. I was wondering uh, if we'd done the recap because I was like, 
wait, Goat Leader one. Have we talked about Goat Leader? And I was like, no, we haven't because we haven't gotten to that part yet. No, no, no. But with Brother Lomas, which was a singles match, I feel like that sort of proved a little bit like Brother Lomas needed a little extra something. So I don't know if John Roca is going to be able to keep the same, like do better than Brother Lomas. He may need a little extra something. That's why I'm leaning towards Liz Shannon Miller. I am actually going to be rooting for John Roca. Uh, the first disagreement. I well, it's not the first one. We disagreed with Rick. Rath. I mean, of this week, of this week. No, that's still the same week. No, I mean of week six. Yeah, still the same week because Rick. Rath yeah, we didn't disagree on the other ones. We disagreed on Christy V and. Rick oh Rath. yeah, we did. Can't he can't remember anything this match? But no, I'm I dumb. I'm actually thinking Roka's gonna win. There's, I've got a couple of reasons. One, I think he's been training these rookies very much. I think John Roca has a more open dialogue with the Barbarian, who is the best trainer in the league. I think Roca needs this more than Liz Shannon Miller. Um, needs it much more. If Roca loses this match, it is devastating to his career. I mean, it really is. I mean, he needs to win because he just kicked out uh, Storyline-wise, he just kicked out um, the goat, and he's really stuck his everything to Finstock, and he's got to win it. He's basically one of the main players for the Finstock Exchange, and if he loses, it's devastating for the Finstock Exchange. It truly is. If he loses, this will be bad not just for his character, but also for the faction. Oh, yes. And more than it should. More than most. Because, because if he loses, the entire, like, maybe talking point will be, well, it looks like you shouldn't have thrown out Dan because yeah. it looks like you need Dan. Exactly. So I'm rooting, I'm going to say John Roca will win. I, I, okay. do think, I think he has been really training. He's had to. He's got his spunk a little bit back. We'll see how character work goes. If his character gets in the way, then Liz Shannon Miller will win. But if John Roca can keep the character down, if he can be wise and use it where he can, I think John Roca can actually win this match. But the next match should be even more interesting. Ben Bateman yes, versus it is. Mark Riley. Yeah, Ben Bateman, 11 and 7, six knockouts representing the dungeon versus Mark oh Riley, 13 and 8, four knockouts representing the den. Who do you have and why? I am rude. I it's not just rooting. I think Ben Bateman will win. Ben Bateman to me last season, yes, he had some bad matches, but those matches also were against Dan. And you know, that matters. And you know, I think Ben is doing something different. And he's about to show it. And we're about to see what happens when Ben Bateman has changed up his study routine and done everything he can to be better. I think Ben Bateman got it. I I love Mark. I love Ben. I love them both. They're both great competitors. But I have to agree, Ben, like Ben's just on like the the few matches that he lost last year were against Dan. And they were great matches. I mean, he yeah. didn't play bad. He almost mm -hmm. won all of them. Yeah, he lost in a singles. He lost in another singles. I think it was another singles. And yep. then I think he lost in a team's match against Dan. Yep. 
So no, 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 no. He did not lose a team match match against Dan. Okay. Um, he was playing. I think he was playing Corruption, and they got stomped. Hmm. In the team. So yeah. Team. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where you can when you want when we're gonna watch the match, we're gonna see who, in most people's mind, could be considered the weak link of who's the boss. So <laughs> sadly. Yeah, that's what that's gonna be the story for that match. Who is the weak link of this? Who was the weak link of this team? You know what's interesting in, in this battlefield? John Roca and Ben Bateman are in the exact same position. Mm-hmm. Ben Bateman has to win. Mark Raleigh doesn't actually have to win. Ben Bateman has to win. I did I also think it's funny that in Schmodown Battlefield, three of the four players that are playing are former champions. Mm-hmm. It shows you that another reason why I'm choosing Lichan and Miller to win. It shows you how great of a competitor she is. That one of her main opponents right now is a former champion. But I think John Roca wants it more. And Liz Shannon Miller and John Roca, I think, have played before. And I think Liz won, I think. But I think John wants it more. I think he really wants this a lot more than. Uh, and I, and I think Liz Shan Miller wants it, but I think John Rucko wants it more. Well, these are going to be some fun matches this upcoming week. But now we're done with our predictions. It's time to talk about what happened this last week. And we're going to talk Man. about the first match that happened this last week. We're going to try to speed through this because I feel like we're running out of time or we're going a little bit over. Brandon Hanna versus Eric Zipper came down to sudden death. It By the end of round three, it was 1919. I think yes, 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 yes. And then it came down to sudden death, which was able to get Brandon Hannah the victory. It was so great to see Brandon win. I I hated the zipper loss because the story that they did before that was, oh, zipper is happy that he's back with Winston (laughs) and all that. And I'm like, holy crap, what is happening with swag? What is the story? I I'm so confused what the story is. Or and also, I'm like going back to the swag story. It could just be like, no, swag is still going to exist. It's just Chandru and Laura Kelly are going to make their own faction with like new things. And then swag has to like get more people for their faction. Anyway, that's over there now. But yeah, Brandon Hanna was able to get a victory for the stars. And again, I'm very much looking forward to seeing Brandon Hanna because then again, the next match we're going to see him in is against Robert Parker. So let's see if he's going to be able to carry that momentum against Robert Parker. I honestly that match I felt Brandon Hanna I was honestly disappointed in Brandon Hanna honestly I to me Brandon has so much more potential he's such a good player he's still trying to figure out the character because last season he went straight healed this time he I don't know if he had a character really mm-hmm. it was just kind of there there was just no enthusiasm that he normally has and so I kind of was disappointed with with Brandon Hamm, but he still played a good match. I, I give it to him. He played a good match. Yeah. I mean, 100%. All right. And then match. the next match was Lacey Gillerin, who was making her debut against Gold Leader. Gold Leader coming up with the victory. I believe you picked Gold Leader to win, which don't get all smug because we tied. But if we look at the records, I'm still leading in predictions. But anyway, it was a it was a very gold leader really didn't impress me. He he did a lot. He knew a lot of the questions. He did really well. 
Lacey just going, getting behind just a little bit more and it was disappointing to see Lacey lose because I was very hoping that she would win. Unfortunately, gold yeah. leader of the Finstock Exchange picking up the win. Anyone? Yeah, Finstock Exchange. I'm giving you some credit. You got a winner. Unlike Brother Lomas. Come at me, Brother Lomas. <laughs> All right, the next I'm not. I'm not standing. I'm standing up to Brother Lomas. He wants to come uh, for me. Uh, come. Let's anyway, next. Let's move away from your your love hate relationship with Brother Lomas, who actually has given us some type of attention. So I know that's your thing, not my thing. But anyway, the next match that happened was Janine the Machine versus Jada Paramo, with Janine pulling up the victory. It seemed like it was gonna go Jada's way, but Jada just didn't know that much oh. in round three, and then Janine was able to take round three for her own and pick up the win. If you're if you're watching these matches, that round three is the most important round. Yeah, it's ki- it's killing players this year. I mean, not even just the five pointer; they're the three pointer are, are really getting a lot of players this season. What was the three pointer again for Jaden? I, I don't I don't remember honestly. Because I, did, I thought there are a few questions. Favorite, I did get to hear my favorite question ever in a Schmodown match in this one. What? <laughs> it was the one about Tigger. From yeah, that was I a good question. That. I love that. I was like, oh, oh, you I heard that? it. I love that. I heard it. I was like, oh, Tigger. Tigger. Easy. That easy. If anyone. Tiggers, if, tiggers are a wonderful thing. They bounce and bounce and bounce and bounce. We don't want to get sued by Disney. Stop. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Janine had a rough showing at the start, but able to pick up the victory in round three with the help of Roxy in her corner. Now, we go on to the Schmodown Throwdown, which the first match, the undercard, which it, that's what it was called. It was called an undercard. William Bibiani versus Paulo Yama, which sort of helped seal the deal of the tie between us. Or, yeah, for us to get a tie week. With Paulo Yama picking up the win for swag. I'm it came down that. to the last question. <sighs> All of these really big matches like Paul versus Bibbs or... Alex versus Andrew, which we don't really need to talk about the Star Wars Championship match. We talked about it when we were talking about Andrew. Like, all these big matches are coming down to the last question. It's always down to the last question. And Paul, I think, went perfect in round one and two. He just stumbled a bit in round three. I think he only missed one question in round three. I mean, that's... These matches are becoming more and more impressive each each week. The players are having Mm -hmm. it better and better. And, you know... I think singles is going to be a lot more. Do you feel like singles this season might be even more competitive than inner geekdom? Because inner geekdom to me feels like it's, it's still as competitive, but due to them adding all the new categories and making it more general than it was before. I think singles is going to be a lot more difficult this year. I feel like singles is quite a bit more difficult because um, they're, it's still the same players. It's still sort of the same categories. But at the exact same time, since these players know these categories, they're studying them ferociously. Mm-hmm. They're making sure that they know the answers. Whereas Star Wars is also just as competitive because oh, yeah. they're like the questions are getting deeper. There are a lot of questions during both Star Wars game rounds that I was like, I have no idea. However, when it yeah. came to IG, I was like, oh, I- these are a little bit more general, and I know this one. Yeah, IG shouldn't be this. I shouldn't know this one from IG. Well, they need to be. They it's because of IG the is category. usually tougher. Yeah. yeah, the new categories and the new 
as IG go goes, it will get tougher. We've not had enough IG matches yet, but as the matches go on with IG, it will just get tougher and tougher and tougher. And it will. It's just going to. It's just, you know, that's the only, only bad part about adding new categories to IG. It makes the IG matches not as in-depth as they once were due mm-hmm. to that. And the, the one question that I was upset that I missed on the IG match was who played um, the bad guy in The Mask of Zorro. I was like, I have no idea who did it. Who played the bad guy? And when they said the answer, I was like, ah, yes, I remember your face. <laughs> like, I had his face and everything. I just couldn't get the, I couldn't pull the actor, which is sad. Well, it was one of the few match, few questions I lost. Anyway, that was, that was a recap of this past week. I am still in the lead, four to three when it comes to pr- predictions. Mm-hmm. And that is our show. I would like to thank Luke for joining me. Luke, tell me, where can people find you on social media? Give all your socials. You can find me anywhere at Luke Stuttered and at Twitter at LukeST16. Thank you, everyone, for watching the show. Please like, subscribe. We really do need subscribers because it helps our numbers and helps us get out there more. We want to get to know more players. We'd love to start doing interviews. So if you know a player that would want to be interviewed, we would love to talk to you. We do recorded, so it's not not live, which I think is okay because we get to have interesting conversations. I get to add intros, stuff like that. Maybe so, one day we'll do a live show. Maybe one day. It depends on it. Maybe. Paul Walter be. Hauser will gladly interview you, please. <laughs> no, you'd want that. But thank everyone for watching the show. We've really enjoyed doing this weekly. Um, tell your friends, share, re- retweet. I mean, we are trying to get ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. And I've been your host, Elon McKay. You can find me everywhere, any social media. That's including Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. That's right. I got TikTok mm. now, people. It's a lot of me just doing acting challenges. That's mainly it at this point. Um, you can find me at Mr. Eli Mac everywhere on the social. You can find the Galaxy Geeks channel on Twitter at Galaxy Geeks. One, you can like and subscribe. They're all probably up there somewhere. I can't yes, see. They are. And you can leave a comment. Hit the bell, hit the notification bell if you want to keep up to date with all the videos that are coming out here on the Galaxy Geek YouTube channel. And leave us a comment down below in the YouTube. And on the podcast, leave us a five-star review telling us how much you love us, how much you hate us. Even if you give us a five-star review. If you hate us, give us a five-star review. We love five stars. And tell us what we can improve. We want to try to improve on the video and on the podcast side. So thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, be nice. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Thanks, buddy.